This is Theron, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Hidden History. This week we will talk about the Gross Cap, St. Helena Island, and the lighthouse on St. Helena, and Lake Michigan. So let's learn some history. Before I start the podcast, make sure you rate and review the show on Apple. I will read your reviews, good or bad. So let's get started. So all these markers that I'm going to talk about, there are only two markers, um, but they are all on US 2 on the way back from Wisconsin or on the way to St. Ignace in the Mackinac Bridge. So Gross Cap is a small unincorporated community. So when I look it up, there's not much information on it, but it's said it is it was used as an area where uh, fishermen would stay in the 1800s, and the French would come here for wood, fuel, and other supplies during the same time. They also settled on St. Helena Island, which we are going to talk about, and the lighthouse that is on the island. The lighthouse at the moment is the only standing structure on the island. So we will start off with the island and then talk about the lighthouse. So the island is a is on an uninhabited island that is located ten miles west of the Mackinac Island. It has a natural ridge that is covered by sand, so this makes it dangerous for, for boat boats to get close to the island on the south side. This is the reason that the lighthouse was built in 1873. It was because they were having lots of shipwrecks on the south side of the um, island. So, so they decided to build a, build a lighthouse. The lighthouse is 63 feet tall. It not only warns ships about the natural ridge that's there, it also guides them towards the Mackinac, the Mackinac Straits and eventually to Mackinac Island. Now on the north side of the island, it has a shallow harbor and this is where Native Americans and white settlers, people who explored the area would come and seek shelter from storms that would um, come when they were on the lake. There used to be a fishing station on the island of St. Helena, and fishermen would catch uh, lake trout and whitefish. A fishing station is where fish were stored and kept in salt before motorboats and refrigeration um, um, were a thing in the United States. As soon as the fish were caught, they would take it back to the fishing station and keep it on salt because that's how they used to preserve fish and fresh meat before refrigeration. The salting of foods to preserve meats was found out by the Egyptians in the during the um, during the early civilizations that were formed there. They would not only preserve food but they would also preserve mummies in salt and they would ship the mummies down the Nile River in salt. The when uh, refrigeration and 
motorboats came and made fishing stations unnecessary. So they would, uh, so they abandoned the St. Helena fishing station and it became a ghost town. So there are many ghost towns in the UP of Michigan, and this is because of the natural resources that they used to have up there and the mine mining that they used to have. So they would mine and they would build these towns around the mines. And when the um, mines became empty, the people would abandon the, the city and town. But we would get more into that later. Like later on, to, later in the pop, in the, um, that will be later episodes. Um, the island is now a refuge and breeding ground for birds such as the osprey and the blue heron. So the lighthouse was a U.S. government government project and. The and Congress uh, gave a budget of fourteen thousand dollars, which translates to about three hundred and thirteen thousand in today's money. The lighthouse was built with limestone, limestone and bricks. Uh, the lighthouse had one or two house uh, lighthouse keepers from eighteen seventy three to nineteen twenty two. And in nineteen twenty two, the lighthouse was automated, and it was the first first lighthouse in Michigan to be automated and the first one to unfortunately lose its keepers. The lighthouse is still active to this day. Um, so some history and background before we get to how it, how it is today is the U.S. Coast Guard um, wanted to demolish the lighthouse because it was a liability issue in the 1980s. But they couldn't get the funds to do so. So instead, they got the funds to level the uh, lighthouse uh, keeper's assistance house and the boathouse that were, that were there. And, um, and they eventually gave um, the lighthouse to the Great Lakes Lighthouse Keepers Association, who took ownership of the lighthouse uh, through some legislature action in 1997. And in 1986, the with the help of Boy Scouts of America, Troop Number Four from Ann Arbor, they were able to restore the lighthouse. Um, the transfer of the lighthouse was um, given under one condition: that the Coast Guard uh, continue to operate the light. So the association, what I'll be calling it from now on, gets the building and the U.S. government gets a light, which is an awesome deal for the association, I, I think. Um, in 2008, the association restored the lighthouse to how it was in 1900s. They also plan to make uh, an unmanned visitor center to educate people who pass by on their boats but the island about the people in the area. So that that that's the thing that they decided to do. They, they are deciding to do. Um, the remainder of the island was um, bought in 2001. Of, it was bought by the by the little Traver, little Traverse Conser, Conservancy. 
in 2001. And the St. Helena Island Lighthouse was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1988. And it is one of 149 other lighthouses in Michigan. In fact, I didn't know is that Michigan has the most lighthouses in the Union. So if you want to see a lighthouse, come to Michigan. We have the best um, lighthouses anywhere. And we also have the most. So the Boy Scouts visit the island every year in mid-June to continue the to continue the renovations to the lighthouse. If you want to see the lighthouse and happen to be in Michigan, you have a few options here. The association organizes organizes tours from Mackinac City so you can see the island. You can take a private boat, which is the best option to see it up close. And then there's the Shepler's Ferry, which offers a westbound tour in the summer that passes by St. Helena. And then you have an expensive option, which is uh, you would have to charter a seaplane to fly you around the White House. So those are the few options that you have to go look at the lighthouse if you really want to. Now on to Lake Michigan. It is the sixth largest lake in the world, and it was discovered in air quotes by Jean Nicolette. He explored Green Bay, and he was looking for the Northwest Passage like everyone else in Europe. Um, Nicolette died in 1634 when he drowned when his boat capsized during a sudden storm along the St. Lawrence River. The general size and outline of the lake was established in 1760s, um, a, like 40 years after the lake was discovered. R- remember that the lake was already there and the Native Americans already did discover the lake. That's why I'm using air quotes there. Um, but yeah, um, so the outline of the lake was established by Marquette, by a, by a person named Marquette and Joliet. If those names sound familiar, it is because they are cities in the state of Michigan and Illinois um, and Wisconsin. Um, the odd, elongated, elongated, elongated shape of the lake was a problem for transcontinental expansion, but it became a real boon to commerce in the area because you could be able to ship things from Michigan to um, Wisconsin or Michigan to Chicago or Chicago back. And Chicago has a big port on Lake Michigan. So that, that is uh, how um, you could um, ship things across the lake. So it became a real boon, and commerce in the area really boomed after they discovered that you could build ships in the Great Lakes, and you can those ships that you build in the Great Lakes can never leave the Great Lakes. So once you're in the Great Lakes, that is your life. The of, of the ship is going to be in the Great Lakes, but yeah.
I hope you enjoyed this episode on Gross Cap, St. Helena Island, and the Lighthouse, and Lake Michigan. You can listen to this wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at, at MI Hidden History. Do not forget to rate and review the show on Apple. And this week's quote is A bad attitude can block love, blessings, and destiny from finding you. Do not, don't be the reason you, you don't succeed. Thank you for listening. See you next week and let's make Michigan history great.